Triangle squared squared. Happy New Year's. Hello and welcome to episode 40 of Triangle Squared. I'm your host, Brett, back and alongside me, your host for Mr. For Mr. For 39 of those episodes, Mr. Yeah, I know. I'll have 40 next you, week, but it's yeah. Saw Bridges. I'll hold it over your head you, forever, Blaze. Yeah, bring Blaze. it. <laughs> Bringing you episode forty. Don't don't worry. Lucky about it. episode forty. Let's not forget the lucky. Oh, you want to talk about something real quick though? What is that? What happened to winner winner chicken dinner? I don't know. Winner winner chicken dinner. You failed me. Uh, I noticed it last week when I was doing like when we were doing editing. I was like, wait a minute. I, I I didn't realize that I said that consecutively. I know I said lucky number. Yeah, but you you did winner winner chicken dinner a lot. Huh. More often than not. Well. You failed our listener base, Saul. That's what you've done. And winner, you winner, me. vegan dinner. Yeah, that's what you've been doing. It's Coincidentally been, enough, we're going to leave. Been light on the chicken. We're going to leave here, and I'm going to eat chicken for dinner. Oh, yeah, you are. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to eat some wings. I'm going to eat some boo burgers, as they like to call it. The double, double D, D burgers. Double D burger. Still didn't realize that was uh, a pun until last night. Yeah, Saul, but that's okay. Well, Saul. You know, it's been a half week, so I haven't seen you since Saturday, and Christmas has been going on, so maybe you've been busy. I know you've been at work. Uh, I know we played a little bit of the division together, but what, no, sir, have you been... Oh, yeah, you did. we didn't. Yeah. So you were just in the chat. You I were was, pretending yeah. to play with us. So what have you been playing? Um, A whole lot of Fortnite. Like, Fortnite. way more Fortnite than I've ever played. I've been playing lately. In a week? It's, like, in a, in a week's time, you've never played this much? No, like, I've probably played more in this past week than I have since I've owned the game. Like I'm telling you, I play like four or five games. Here's a question: Do you own a, Do hours. you own a free to play game? Fortnite. I mean, but no, I mean, like, do you own it if it's free to play? I guess so. Or are you just participating in the free service? Well, it's it's a separate game, kind of. Like I actually well, don't do you, know do you, but I do you have, own it? Because think about it: it's free to play. It's online. If the servers go down, you don't keep playing it anyway. But even then, what about games? So do you even own Final Fantasy 15? Yeah, I own the the licensing rights to that. Well, yeah, but like, do you own it? Because if the service goes down, you still can't play it. So, do you really own it, or are you just paying to, like, paying for your license to use the service? Well, it's paying your license to use the service. But with all the online games here nowadays, you wouldn't be able to play just about any game. You could have it physically, and if it has to connect to an online service, no, sir. Well, if if it, if it requires online, like Destiny, Destiny yeah. Two, of course. But I mean, like. I mean, even would, even those, I mean, like, so do you technically own Destiny 2? I know, yeah. It's weird. Uh, I, I mean, I guess I, don't know. I, I have the disc for that, but, you know. I mean, yeah, I, I physically own the disc, but do I own the game? Because the game technically is not in my control. I do know that uh, that I do own um, Metroid Samus Returns, because I've been playing that, too. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. I got a 2DS XL for Move Christmas. Move off of my weird, my weird offshoot question. Thanks Sorry. to uh, my lovely fiance, She got me a 2DS XL and... Uh, Metroid Samus Returns and uh, Pokemon so Ultra Sun. What what number DS of the three D three D two D categories is this for you? Three. It's your third one. Third. I had a blue two D or three DS XL. No, four because I got the launch Cosmic Black one. I have the blue when the blue three DS XL came out. I got that one. Then I had the new three DS XL which Annie stole from me. That's why she's playing Animal Crossing on that, and I got the two DS XL for Christmas. But okay. I did have a 2DS. I guess you could count. So you've had five. Family. Yeah, because it's it's not a 3DS, but it is a 3DS. 
Um, well, yeah, but I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's a three-two. It's it's the it's a it's, it's weird. In the Nintendo's weird. It's in the family, they're going to do a switch that can't dock. I guarantee it. They're going to do a switch that's only a handheld. It better be a lot smaller and have better battery life, which it can't because of the games and blah blah blah. It's, just, it's impossible to even talk about. I had a conversation <laughs> about that right now. That the switch is. I, the Switch is only portable in the fact that you can pick it up and do it, but I mean, realistically, it's portable and to me in the same sense of me getting a, a battery and hooking my PlayStation 4 up, hanging it from my back pocket, and then putting a screen in front of my face. Because I mean, it's a lot more convenient than that. Oh, it's more convenient, <laughs> but I don't consider it a true portable because I can't. you can't take it with you anywhere unless you put it in something. Whereas if my Vita, I can carry it around. Don't, and don't get me wrong, the, the Vita was edging close to being too big for me to be comfortable to carry around. Like, But I could fit it in my back pocket and kind of forget it was there. The Switch, it'll go in my back pocket like barely. It's and then those, it's so tall that I'm like, it's going to fall out. It's I just one of those know weird it. things, though, because you know I don't put things in my pockets like that. So I have a case for all my handhelds. Well, yeah, but I mean, but is it re- that's what I mean. Is it really a portable system if you have to put it in something for you to actually, you know what I mean? I mean, my 2DS is... The same way. I have a case for that, that if I brought it over here, I'd bring it in a case. Well, yeah, but you don't have to do that. Whereas with the Switch, I mean, you're not, you can't just carry it on your person, just on your person. Like, if I if I want to just go walk without a backpack or anything, my Vita can be in my back pocket and I can pull I, it out I mean, when I want to. it's handheld in the sense of that you can literally take it in your hands and walk away from your house. It doesn't have to be in your pocket. But but I can do that. I mean, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> ju- if we're going this is a very weird. If we're going <laughs> to that section, then can I not do the same with my PS4 and just hook it up and then I can just take it away from my I mean, house. Yeah, you could. It would be at that point portable, but <laughs> that's what I mean. It doesn't mean that it'd be conveniently portable, but if that's all it takes to be portable, I just, I don't dig it. I don't, I dig mean, you, you're a switch hater. I'm a, I'm a, I'm, big not, I, I'm not a switch hater. I just have questions for their reasoning no, I, because I, I had a conversation with someone this morning about why the switch is so damn big. I don't get it. I was like, why did it need to be as big as it is? I enjoy it that way. People, people complain about the battery life from time to time. And it's, to me, I have two two. Pull the battery life away. Why is it so big? That's all I want to know. Why is it so big? Why can't it's I fit it in my pocket? That big. It's too big. The screen is the size of my Vita. The yeah. whole screen. And why is there like a, a one-inch bezel completely around? I'm losing four inches because so here's, here's this stupid you bezel. You take the Joy-Cons off, pop them in one pocket, then you pop the other screen in the other pocket. Why would you want to do that? You're the one wanting to carry it in pockets, not me. <laughs> I feel like I'd be breaking something, man. <laughs> but uh, anyways, um, so I've been playing... Um, miss I, I miss that clamshell up. design because the clamshell is nice. You put it in your pocket, like, I don't have to worry about my screen. You speaking know? of clamshell, the 2DS XL weighs less than our phone does. That thing is... That's actually is, not surprising. It's nearly weightless. It's amazing. And it feels... It first, looks really cool. It, oh, like as a, as a when, console? When you have it in person, dude, it looks really cool. Yeah. But um, I did play some Grand Theft Auto with my Fortnite and... We all talked about it last time that I finished up near technically in this last week, but I'm trying to think. I think that's really it. I don't think I've been playing. Oh, I downloaded both Metro games, uh, 2033 and Last Light. Yeah, since you were hating on Last Light. Sure was. You're a Metro hater. I'm a Metro supporter. I'm not a Metro hater. The 2033 is great, but I was playing through that. So you're a Last Light hater. I'm a Last Light supporter. Uh, Yeah. I was playing through that, and... um, Got stuck at one part that I didn't remember happening. Uh, at first, I thought which, I booted which game? up the wrong game. Yeah, because I, I I remember that game fairly well, except this one specific part in the beginning. And I ran out of ammo, and I'm playing on hardcore mode. Oh, I well, ran that, out of that's ammo. Probably why? And I'm getting attacked by like these dogs, and I'm just like, what am I supposed to do? It reloads me with no ammo. <laughs> like I get a checkpoint with no ammo, and I'm like, I can't kill all these dogs with a knife. You go find go find you some ammo. So no, there's not any. I'm in a contained area, 
I mean, I'm in a really small area that it forces you to kind of be in for a you, few You minutes. broke the game. Now it's I just, hid. Now you got to get good. I hid for a while behind a truck, and I'm like, they're not going to find me here. All the other people were fighting them. I still got found. Still got killed. Probably just going to restart the game and do it on normal. I was wanting to platinum that game, but we'll see. If it requires a hardcore playthrough. Yeah, if I remember last Light's platinum list, I was like, no thank you. That's too much. I'm sure there's... I can't, I can't remember if there's any collectibles uh, in, in Metro. That's the one thing I don't remember. I don't remember either. Like, if there's an Intel or anything? There might be, yeah, or some kind of... Um, Honestly, I don't know. It's been so long. I haven't it played has, since I, Last Light came out on PS3. So. And I haven't played since I had my Xbox and That's like one, 2012, my maybe 13? Xbox One, yeah. Because, that was 2013, I'm pretty sure. It was the same year Last of Us came out, so... That means I played it a year after... When it when it got ported to the It got systems, ported pretty quickly. Okay, I played it when I think it, it got ported out. in 15. Okay, no. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I lived in my apartments for two years. Now my new ones, and I played this at my old apartments. So unless I played it, in well, like but, but the beginning of the beginning of fifteen would be three years. You know, we're about to go into eighteen, right? Five, six, seven, yeah. Are they making me think I'm crazy over here? It'd be three years. What have you been playing? Uh, well, I've been playing Sundered. Uh, which is pretty cool little... So basically what happened is, once PSX, uh, Guacamelee 2 was there, and I didn't get to play it because the lines were way too long, but I watched the people play, and it wasn't story. I was wanting to play like a small story section. It was a four-player co-op mission thing. Um, so I was like, oh, okay, that's fine. It was cool to watch. Um, real pretty game, just like the first one. Got to talk to them about whether or not it'd be coming to Vita, and they're saying it's not It's not decided that it won't be coming to Vita, but it's also not decided that it will be. They're still going over what systems they want to put it on. Uh, but basically watching that made me think about all the fun I had with uh, Guacamelee, so I was like, you know what? Sundered's on sale. I'm going to pick up Sundered. Uh, grabbed it, played it last night. Uh, well, Is it a Dreambox game? No, no, okay. no. It's, um, I can't remember the name of the studio now. Thunder Lotus? Something like that? Um, anyway, it's real. It's a Metroidvania, and it's fun. It's a, it's a little different because, like, you know, they're both Metroidvanias, but um, Guacamelee's got that, like, it's melee-based. It's all, like, yeah. it's all fighting moves. Which You're a wrestler. I, yeah, I enjoy it. So it was really fun from a combo perspective. Over. Uh Sundered's a little more complicated, or at least in my, it doesn't necessarily tell you the movesets, but it's fun. It's got a really pretty art style. I was going to let you see it on my TV. It's, like, super pretty. Um, but I've been playing that a little bit. I did play The Division for a bit. We, you know, ended up going to the Dark Zone yesterday with uh, RJ and, and John. That was pretty fun. But they had to bounce out and, and try and power level him. So we're going to play that tonight, possibly. I don't know about you. I guess you're not I'll hop in to. chat. Well, no, like, uh, for those. You can be there in spirit, you know. Yeah, because I, I told Brett this, that I know John was in the ch- or RJ was in the chat. I don't think R- John was. But um, I have, like, a hairline crack in my disc. And a reason I want to go to GameStop after this is that. We know people who work at GameStop. I'm hoping they can just swap the disc out for me. Oh, come on, man. Don't be blasting that on air. <laughs> <laughs> because Name, I didn't... Names omitted. I didn't buy, like, the... the Company omitted. <laughs> I didn't buy the one... Um, the one time I didn't buy, like, a $3 warranty for a used game that was $6. Yeah, I mean, $8. I wouldn't either. I'd just buy the game again, honestly. That's what I was honestly eight ninety nine. But like, if it happens again, it's like, I'm going to... I don't know if it came like that or if it, is, it, it couldn't have happened. I, I, I've only had it my PS4 twice and mm. it's never it's gone from ps4 into a, a case so i don't know what's going on well anyway the other thing i've been playing is still playing need for speed kind of just slowly but surely rolling through it when i have time i stopped playing it uh yesterday um specifically because i ordered um the steering wheel so i ordered the logitech g29 with the shifter is that what you wanted um, me to order on amazon for you <laughs> yeah it was and then i was just like screw it i'll just pay for it because i still want to get it here quicker it was going to come like because a new year is going to be like way off. I was like, I don't want to wait till next Friday to play with it. Screw that. Oh man. Uh, so I was like, you know, well, screw it. I'll get it Friday. Um, anyway, plan being there is that I'm a, 
A, the newest update for Need for Speed. I'm glad I waited to play it. Uh, supports the G29. So I can go ahead and do that. And then John so graciously sent me his copy of uh, GT Sport. He got extra in his VR bundle he got for 200 because he already had the game. So I'll be able to play both of those games. And that was kind of like one of my lines is I didn't want to start playing Gran Turismo until I had the, um, the steering wheel, wheel set up. Yeah. And I'm wanting to see how it does on this table or maybe in that corner before I go about buying a uh, steering wheel like you know setup. I mean, like, uh, what you could do, and I, I've played on these before, and it's really, really efficient, is that you get a really nicely built but uh, cheap TV tray for, like, TV dinners. Yeah, I've seen if them, If you too. get, like, a black one. But I, um, I I need somewhere to put my shifter is the biggest concern. No, yeah, you like the one he had had a slide-out tray for a drink, but he had a shifter on top yeah, of it. Yeah, but I want, the shifter, was, I want the shifter down, like, where my hands would be. I guess that like on, sense, like yeah. if I was really driving, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like I want it to be down, like my arms drop to the right, side. Right, because so. you don't drive like this. Yeah, because I don't. I don't have a car that's got a, your shifter. That'd be weird. I don't like that. Some of them are like that, but I've not, not me. Ex- I've seen extended pole shifters, and they're ugly. Yeah, like ones that we were way up here with you. Uh-uh. Yeah, on the on like they see them on diesels sometimes. They met, well, no, they I've, seen you, in, I've seen them in tuners. I've seen them in tuners too, but they see them in diesels all the time. But you know, getting out of car. Well, welcome to Cars Talk. Yeah, is is that a show? Is there a show called Car Talk? I'm sure there is. There Actually, I think is. there's a famous show called that with like the with the Jeremy guy. I can't think of his last name. I don't know, but Jeremy um, Clarkson. I think I don't. I don't know that name or either. Was that Top Gear? That's Top Gear. I think. Probably. Okay, it's a car show. Like Car Talk. I hope that that's a name. It's so simple but elegant. Yeah, um, I'm like there has to be one called Video Game Talk too, or Game Talk. Yeah, but there's a couple of games. I, I bought Accounting Plus for PSVR, which is a game I saw at um you know they showed it at the Game Awards and then they did a panel of it at PSX. Uh, which is pretty awesome, and that's uh, Justin Roiland, so uh, Rick and Morty. Really funny, kind of. I love that kind of style of humor, and it looks a lot like what I loved about Job Simulator, so I'm down for that. I've already um, made a joke about it, saying you have to be smart enough to play it. Yeah, so. yeah. So <laughs> that, and that's, like I said, that's the beginning of the game. So I got that. Uh, not going to revisit I that. also bought Trine, because I remember playing Trine on the PS3, the original one. Trine? And not loving it. Trine, T-R-I-N-E. And it's like a side-scroller. I, I don't want to say it's Metroidvania. I never got far enough in it to be sure that I would consider that. But it's like a side-scroller adventure game, at least. Um, Interesting. Never heard of it. So I'm going to hop back into that. Because me and Seth played it like 2011 or 10 or something. I don't remember. But um, So I'm going to get that. I bought a couple games on sale, and I may buy more on this one. I'm trying to be careful because I still do have a couple games I want to play. But guess what I started to install today, and I've realized... How long it's been since I've had to install a game on PS3? Dragon Guard 3. Oh, really? Because uh, basically what I came to the realization of is I'm dumb. Uh, I played Dragon Guard 3, beat the first ending, was like, okay, great. And I at my, I thought it was like near where the second ending and the third ending and the fourth ending are all like the same playthroughs with just a little bit of different information. Oh, and it's all different? A- it's just like Automata. Every playthrough is different. And, you and I did, did not know that. Oh, my goodness. So out of sheer curiosity, I decided to look it up, and I was like, crap, they're all different. So I was like, I'm playing it. I got to play it now. Uh, and I, that actually helps me to clear one thing up. And that one thing be that for some reason I'm hard on Dragon Guard 3 because it does perform really badly, has frame drops. Uh, there's an update on this one, so I hope that that was a different update that maybe fixes that issue. Uh, but I often have said that the game looks worse than the original Nier. That is not true. The game looks fine. Really? It's not just fantastic, but I mean, it, it looks fine. Oh, you, you look at now, that's a yeah, rendered cutscene. Don't, be, yeah, don't saw, be judging it off of that. I can tell that. Zero looking fine there. Um, but my point being that the game doesn't look as bad as I once thought. What's up with so. that box art? That box art's reminiscent of PS4, but it says PS3. Yeah, it's that, that was one of the that was one of the first PS3 games. Actually, I think it was the first, but it was definitely one of the first that did the uh, adopted the blue color scheme. Did it come out near the PS4? It came out after PS4 launch. It came uh, out twenty. Oh, yeah, it came out twenty fourteen. I thought for some reason Pretty this sure. was close to a launch game, like where it's. 
Not like if I'm not mistaken, I think Drakengard 3 was a 2014 game, or at least... No, it a, is. 5, 2014. Oh, December 19th, 2013. What am I looking at here? Oh, maybe that was a, maybe that was a Japanese release date. Yeah, I was going to say, know. I don't know what I'm looking at that had that on there. 5, 2014. Yeah, it was May 2014. You're right. Okay. Okay, cool. <laughs> was, so I knew it came after. So anyway... Spouting lies. Character, uh, characters look really cool. Yeah. So anyway, with that being said, I'm going to start playing through that again, but I do still have to play through a couple games. I'm going out of town this weekend, which sucks. It's going to pull away from that time, but it's to see family, so I guess it's for a good reason. But, Saul. Oh, we got reader mail. Oops. We got reader mail. Because, uh, like we said, this is going to be a little shorter episode. I have to go out of town this weekend, so we are recording on a Wednesday, so this is the 27th, for those of you who care. Um, because of that, I was like, you know what, screw it. We're going to do some reader mail to ring in the new year. So, uh, like we said, this episode comes out on New Year's, so hey, happy New Year, happy everybody. New Year's. Uh, and our triangle squared, squared joke is we're, I'm going to see if I can make that work somehow. Uh, I, I like what Steve Bitto did where he put T I, it was triangle squared and it was like TS and then the you know the square symbol when you can't just put the small two you put the little up arrow two. Yeah. I'm like that's something. I don't know if you can I don't think you can put symbols in a hashtag so we won't be able to hashtag out triangle squared squared but we can find a way because where there's a will there's a way. But Saul the first one is from Mr. Steve Bitto and it says which 2018 games won't come out in 2018? I'm actually going to dock that one because in a way this is going to bleed into the main topic, which is oh yeah, I guess that what makes do sense. we expect to see yeah from uh, from PlayStation uh, in 2018, and that's from a, a hope standpoint and a realistic expectation standpoint of like what faults they may end up having and uh, things that we realistically expect to see. Um, so we're going to save that one until the very end. We'll use it to transition in. Um, Next one up is Mr. Liam, and we've done something similar. I think we did top 10, but it was PlayStation games, so we're going to go ahead and just blow the, the cap off of that and go all games ever, because that's technically what he's asking. So he says, I heard you guys mention some games that are huge to you, but what are your top five of all-time faves? Now, of course, this is a list that's always ever-changing, so I'm sure oh, my yeah. answers are going to be Especially different than the last time. I read this question, and it was even only submitted, well, submitted four hours ago. Jeez. Yeah. I could have read this a lot sooner. Uh, I read this question like 20 minutes ago before we started recording, and uh, I'm literally going off the top of the head. I'm not giving this. Any oh yeah, research. I'm not me either. I'm just I was at work. My feelings for the for the games that pop up when I think of my favorite ones. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. Oh, so I'm gonna let you take the, the lead on this one since it's you're... gonna be real. Like I'm gonna do this pretty quickly, um, just because of no, no, go with your heart. Quickly, I thought of no. That's what I'm saying. How quickly I thought of them. So we got uh, Legend of Zelda: Majora's Mask. Favorite, uh, probably my favorite 3D Zelda. That's not, um, that's not. Uh, I'm trying to think of what I'm trying to say. It's my favorite 3D Zelda. That's not really Breath of the Wild because Breath of the Wild is good, but it's um, it didn't have an impact on me like Majora's Mask did. I actually may pick that up tonight when we go to GameStop for uh, 3DS. Oh but, yeah, well 2DS. But uh, if I had to go with a top-down Zelda game, it's a top between Link Between word, Worlds and a Link, between, uh, Link to the Past. So Link to the Past gets it for nostalgia reasons. Link Between Worlds gets it because it's a better game. I agree, um, actually. That's like a, that's the perfect description. Yeah, for uh, but my... And I'm not doing this in any order. So Majora's Mask is one. Kingdom Hearts 2 is another. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 2 is, is attached to a lot of fond memories and stuff. And yeah, that was my... Better. Yeah, when... Um, and number three would be near Automata. Yeah, I said it. Top five games of all time. So number, I want to hug you. <laughs> number four is Bloodborne because Bloodborne is a fantastic game that deserves to be in the top spot. Now, number five, I've actually kind of, as I'm going through this list this very second, I'm kind of having a mental battle of what, would, what it would be and what it would come down to. But it's going to go to Pokemon Emerald. 
Pokemon Emerald. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna I say Final you. Fantasy ten. I feel you. And then I was thinking Final Fantasy twelve. Then I'm like, and then there's Pokemon Emerald because I had to throw. A, I had to think of a. I thought of this in kind of weird categories. I was like, favorite RPG of all time. Ten popped up in my head first, but then immediately had an internal battle with twelve. And then I was like, what about handheld? And then Emerald just came through. Okay. Which okay. is why Alpha Sapphire and Omega Ruby are such good uh, remakes. I got you. Yeah, actually, Alpha Sapphire was really good. I enjoyed that a lot. Uh, it's funny because I didn't care for it the first time around. Bought it again after trading it in for like six months. I can't. I think I over Pokemon myself out. Came back to it. I still kind of could not put it down. I was like, "This is so good. What's yeah, going on?" It is. Um, uh, it's a masterpiece, including the soundtrack, the Slateport theme. <laughs> Boy, yeah, Slateport's awesome. Um, okay, well, mine's. Uh, so that was yeah, that's fun. Two quick answers for me that never change. Crash Bandicoot, not going to say which. You know what? Screw it. Crash Bandicoot 3, definitive decisions. Um, And that's just because I think that game, I was the oldest when that one came out, and I experienced it with the most like cognitive understanding of what the hell I was doing instead of just kind of guessworking my way through it, even though I played the other ones and beat the other ones. It wasn't the same. So like that one I really remember and I have a lot of fond memories of it. And it was just, I think it mixed everything in the genre together, in the, in the series so well for the last game that I really enjoyed that. Now, uh, I think another obvious answer is near Automata. We've already, we, we've talked about that in LinkedIn. It's funny. Cause I mean, we've been having conversations with people and while the great majority do love it, uh, one particular person, it, I'll give it this. He, he gave it, he messaged me privately. It was world in. And he said, um, he gives it a seven, right? He said at first it was a six, right? Whatever. When we beat the first playthrough, and he said seven, and he said don't. He's like, you know, but seven for me is really good. He's like, I consider most oh, great yeah. games a seven. I was like, that's a completely fair a, number. A lot of people, yeah, a lot of people get up in arms with reviews now, and it's like, well, if it's, nothing's an eight, nine, or ten. It's a bad game. That's exactly what he said. It's not like, the he's case. like, for me, it's like if it's not a nine or ten, it's not a bad game. Yeah. I was like, yeah, of course and, not. And so many people they hear a seven point five, and they're like, oh, I'm not buying that. Piece that's of ridiculous. Crap. Like, yeah, no, that's still a solid game. Like as a as a quick throwback to the Dragon Guard three discussion, I we were just kind of having is that Dragon Guard 3 from Game Informer I'm pretty sure got a 6 and I'm honestly sure Near 1 got worse than that no I think Near 1 got like a 7 or 7 5 uh, okay I've watched, uh, I've watched dude no 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 no. it didn't it didn't I remember going from, I, well from who I mean from from the GameSpot video review oh I, 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 maybe I'm thinking IGN oh, wait, I don't remember I think we did say Game Informer too I said Game Informer. Yeah, okay, I'm talking about GameSpot. I don't like GameSpot. Their dude, reviews GameSpot, are ridiculous. Dude, oh, it's hilarious. We need to watch that review after this. I watched it like three days ago out of curiosity of the game. That's how I accidentally spoiled it for me. Um, and I still don't remember how I got it spoiled, but well, good. I, I kind of do. Don't, don't Yeah, don't go and watch the GameSpot review for the first Nier if you want to play it because he just drops a major spoiler without a warning of any kind. But um, yeah, it was hilarious. Dude did not know what he was talking about. And well, the comments disagreed. The comment, the the dislike ratio in that video is hilarious. Crazy. Well, yeah, but anyway, so that was a game that was a six, uh, I'm pretty sure, from Game Informer. And honestly, I was like, because I don't mind the frame drops as much, I give it a seven. Like In terms of an all-around package, now, as a game I love, I give it a, you know, a, a 10 out of 10 because I love the game. Right. But that's personal feelings and not looking at it objectively. Um, but anyway, so I'm going to say Crash Bandicoot 3, Nier Automata, uh, God of War 3 because I think God of War 3 is the pinnacle of the series some people would argue 2 but I disagree I think God of War 3 is fantastic um, and I, even though I think the new one was going to be really good and I hope it, it dethrones 3 but who knows 3's just got a lot of a lot connected with it. I think it's a really interesting game and the way they chose to go with scale in that game nothing feels quite as epic as just like all the ways that you kill the gods in that game is just ridiculous and if in case you haven't played God of War 3 for whatever 
ungodly reason. I still I'm need not going to spoil them. I need to borrow it. But there are some, like, and this one's not a spoiler because this is the very first boss. So if you want to consider it a spoiler, kill me. I don't care. Banhammer me, whatever you want to do. Uh, but the very first boss you fight is Poseidon. And whenever you finally get Poseidon down where you see you're one-on-one with him, specifically the camera cuts to his point of view and then as Kratos you walk up and you take your hands and you shove them into his eyes and the eyes are his other camera yeah it's, it's brutal that's pretty cool that game is so good at making every death that you go through feel really really important first of all to you see it changing the outside world like when you kill Poseidon the waves start crashing around like really crazily because he's the god of water yeah obviously so things start going awry as he keeps killing these gods and not only are they doing it in a like a visceral way you're seeing how it's affecting the world negatively technically so you're seeing Kratos being the monster that everybody likes to describe him as but that's also because of where he's been pushed because in the long run he keeps going because he finds out he's been betrayed by the Titans. But I won't right. go off in, in too terribly much more of that game, but it's a fantastic game. Going off of that, I kind of this is where it starts to get hard for me. I really want to like stop and think, but Kingdom Hearts 1 has to be in this list, so that's 4. And my last game I'm uh Infamous 2. I'm going to stick with that. Infamous 2 is a fantastic game. Best in the series. If you haven't played the Infamous series, play 2. It's amazing. The best game, but play 1 also because you want to understand what's going on in 2. And it just helps you absorb that nice, great feeling that it gets when you beat the game. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, there we go. I'm kind of surprised an Uncharted game wasn't on there. No, I mean, I love Uncharted. But in terms of general impact on me, as much as I love that series, I think I, think I carry more of Infamous 2 with me. Makes sense. Uh, and, and that's a part. That's a big reason why I didn't throw two Nier's in there or two Yokotaro games in there because I do carry those games with me. I did want a little bit of. You did though, did excuse you? me? Variety? No, I didn't. Dragon Guard Three and Nier Automata. No, Dragon Guard Three wasn't in there. I just oh, we mentioned were, that okay. for review's sake. So it was Crash Bandicoot Three, Nier Automata, Kingdom Hearts Two, uh, God of War Three, well, and Kingdom Infamous Hearts One. Yeah, Kingdom Hearts One. Sorry. I, I couldn't tell if you meant like Kingdom Hearts as well. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Kingdom Hearts. Anyway, moving on to that one. Uh, Richard Rivero, and it, nice man. You know what he's, you see him, what he messaged us today? Yeah. That he, he appreciated that we were consistent in every week, and that's what we do. We yeah. do it for you guys. Thank you, buddy. We do it for you listeners, because we know some of y'all don't get to be off and, and having fun, and well, I don't, for not, whatever reason, you know, some people can't enjoy the holidays the same people, the same way as other cans, and we don't get to do it, so why not just work and put out an episode? You know what I mean? Yeah, sometimes we're I, not, I gotta get here at 10 p.m. and gotta go back to work five hours later or six hours later. It's all for fun, though. But that's dedication, so and I, and I love you. you know, Thank for you. Uh, for those kind of words because it means yeah. a lot. So his question to us was, do you guys want a Vita 2? Now, I don't remember when he started listening to us. I do remember. I think it was like somewhere in the teens. And we did do a Vita 2 episode really early, but I'm going to say we have been extremely vocal in the past about wanting a Vita 2. I, I'm, I'm fairly positive Saul still stands on that side, even though he enjoys the Switch. Oh, I'm, yeah, and I'm not saying the Switch is taking away from anything. If anything, part of what I'm going to say, I'm going to save for the main topic because again I think that this goes into a lot of things but I want a Vita 2 and I do think that there is some form of a market for a Vita 2 regardless of what some naysayers might say uh, but I will get into that and it doesn't mean that we're going to get one by any standard but uh, I'll go into that a little bit more but yes I, I like rabidly want one yeah I still do too um, I, I th- I'm, I'm curious and kind of concerned about the Switch's success and how it is taking developers that were 
shining on the Vita, and now they are on the Switch, and I wonder if they'll go back. Well, one thing that's interesting, so, I don't know if you've seen, but not all developers have been getting access to the 32-gig carts, like the ca- yeah. cartridges, and then now the what was supposed to be the 64-gigabyte cartridge has now been pushed into 2019 for the Switch. Uh, they're not going to make one, and it was supposed to come out the, the midway through 2018. Uh, and there's, we're already seeing games have this issue. A lot of games are opting to go on the 16 gig card, and then you have to download the other half, and you're or download the rest. You're running out of memory there. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting. I don't think it should be that way. Definitely, since the cartridge physical media is really good media, but it's more expensive. And you know, Blu-rays are infinitely cheaper to produce. Uh, and because of the way they did the cartridges, Nintendo has to produce all of them. So the cost of it's coming directly. To exactly. Nintendo. So it's 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 interesting, but I don't know what exactly is causing the delay in the 2019 for the 64 gig. But it's unfortunate. It could be materials. It could be a number of things. But um, but it's yeah, gonna I'm it's just, gonna keep bigger games from being more plausible on the system. If that makes sense. I mean, for how big Breath of the Wild is, though. Well, but there, but Breath of the Wild really isn't still that big. It, the they do a better job optimizing their games, but also for a lot of reasons, regardless of how you feel about the game, I still stand by the fact that mechanically and graphically speaking, Breath of the Wild is still a last gen game by all standards. Of course, you're yeah. not. You're not. It's not really pushing next gen graphics. I don't, like I told you, if you take the filter off, the game looks like Shadow of the Colossus. What filter? The the color filter. Somebody broke the game and got to a point where you can get into the thing and you can see it without the. Uh, I can't remember what the filter is called, but that like cartoony, somewhat looking filter. Yeah. Uh, if you take that off, the, the character models look like PS2 character. I models. bet that's scary looking. I, I'll show you a video of it when we're done. It's really interesting. Uh-huh. It looks weird because like you, the game's so colorful normally, and you get there, you're like, what the hell am I looking at? Yeah. He got to a spot where you're not supposed to be in the game, so it's not showing the the stuff right. You're just seeing the direct character model because it's not being affected by the filter. That right, overlays. yeah, it, it stripped so. the filter off of them. Yep. Uh, Sean Santarude, Mr. Rude Cold, says, any gaming New Year's resolutions? My only resolution is to make sure that I start working through the backlog that I've been building for myself recently. I feel like it's been un- – I've been irresponsible in doing that, but at the same time, I mean, I wanted to do it because I needed to get some of these games, but I'm just building myself a never-ending backlog. So that's my resolution more than anything. And also, refocus on starting to get Platinums because there's something fun about getting Platinums, and I haven't gotten one in like six months. I had one. I can't remember what it was now. I don't know. Yeah, like I, Hellblade was the last one I got. That's August. It might be. I'm, I'm, fair, I'm fairly positive. Destiny 2 is the last one I got. No. Um, but it might, I can't remember what it was. I do know I definitely want to finish Persona 5 at some point. Um. Wow. I, yeah. I'm. I, I. I've drawn a complete blank. I don't remember what it was. If I remember back in the episode, though, I'll definitely let y'all know. Okay. But Persona Five. Yeah, Sean. I definitely want to finish that up for sure. All right, and we have two more. Since we're gonna go ahead and get all these uh, most anticipated games for 2018. This comes from our boy Ryan. Tune and- in. Tune into the the topic boy. <laughs> well, I mean, to an extent, but he's saying Monster Hunter Ace Combat 7, which I'm hoping still keeps that date, since they've been kind of coy on showing it, uh, and then Red Dead Redemption Two for him. Amongst a great many others. So, as we know, Red Dead Redemption didn't do much for me, so obviously excitement for Red Dead Redemption 2 wouldn't be there. Grand Theft Auto 5 didn't do much for me, so again, excitement for Rockstar Games doesn't do much for me, but right. I'm, I'm happy that everybody else is excited for it. It's, and the game looks fantastic, it, graphically. I'm glad they, get, they did a new engine, because while, while Grand Theft Auto 5 still looks good on next-gen consoles, what they've shown of the Red facial, Dead looks ridiculous. Yeah, the facial good. animation in... Um Grand Theft Auto Five can be really lacking in some parts. Well, yeah, but it's also a two, you know it's also a, a PS3 game. So I mean, oh yeah, I know. I'm in the grand saying. scheme, and yeah. I don't wrong, it looked great for a PS3 game, and it looks good on PS4. But uh, so I would say Monster Hunter definitely playing the beta sold me on that game. I was already pretty Completely much sold agree. on it from PSX, but playing the beta and doing everything together, it was extremely fun. 
I'm getting that game. It's going to be good. Yeah. Um, I think uh, God of War, absolutely. I I just want to see what's going on with God of War. Now, I hope that God of War doesn't get screwed around too much. And while it's a little bit of a cheat answer, I mean, it's still a game coming out. Uh, Shadow of the Colossus. It oh, yeah. looks beautiful. And being at PSX and li- like literally seeing people running around playing it, it looks crazy yeah, good and there's there's even more gameplay videos out now that you can see that's it's probably the same areas but it's easier to access for everybody sure, else sure and uh yeah but seeing great. them straight up on those on those 4k hdr tvs yeah i mean it was amazing I uh, and that's super, and super that game's an experience game. anyway you know what i mean it so is, yeah i think that that's an important one now i'm going to kind of reserve the rest because there's games i have reservations from they're saying spring 2018 on detroit so that'll be my last one that i say i'm extremely excited for as long as it comes out next year which i don't see there's any reason it's not if they've been bold enough to say spring Worst case scenario, if it does get delayed, we get it in the fall. Uh, and yeah. that's still a 2018 game. So, yeah, Detroit looks um, fantastic. And if the level of polish that was at least on the the demo that they showed on the SoFlo, uh the um, costage scene is fantastic. I mean, that, yeah. that game, I'm pretty sure they're just in that making sure everything's right phase. You know what I mean? That's, I completely so, agree, yeah. I, I'm excited for Detroit. Um, God of War to a certain level of uh, cautionary about. but Yeah, because your fanfare for the series is a little different, right? Yeah, it's it's one. That's the one I've played all the way through and really enjoyed. Oh, wow. You've it. only played the first one all the way through? Yeah. Oh, I mean, Chains of Olympus, too. I'm oh, yeah. Chains of Olympus is a baller game, though. Um, but, game. but, yeah, so Uncharted. I mean, not Uncharted. Detroit, God of War. Um, uh, Far Cry Five is something I'm super excited about too because I like cult stuff, and that's about basically. I actually a, a am Far Cry. I'm, I'm, I am excited for Far Cry Five. It's just after seeing some of it at PSX, it doesn't look like as big of a departure as I was hoping for. Yeah, it but looks it like still it looks good. Well be, I, I think I'll enjoy it because I always love those games. Yeah, it's definitely in the root of Fallout or Far Cry games, where it's dev- it's definitely the same gameplay loop. Almost. Yeah, so Far but, Cry Five is on my list. Yeah, and then um, like he said, Shadow of the Colossus, uh, Colossus. 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 Colo- <laughs> Shadow of Goulashes. But yeah. Shadow of the Colossus. Colossus. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Shadow of the Colossus and uh, Detroit, God of War, and um, Red Dead 2. There was and a then, small of course, part of me that hoped you messed up again and said Colossus. I mean, I probably would have said Fall, Far, because I always say Fallout and Far Cry for some reason, those two games. I was talking about so. Shadow. No, no, I know. But, but yeah. I almost I accidentally. accidentally I can't speak. I actually almost did mess up again on Far Cry hey, and Fallout. One more reader mail, and this is from Mr. Shiriko. And it was worded extremely weird, but I'm going to say what you, mean to, what you meant to say, so I get it. What game that you played this year would you have not played this year after playing it? What game? So basically, what game would you have not purchased now that you've played it and have knowledge of what it is? What game would you not have purchased or played? Yeah, and for me, that's Watch Dogs too. Like I typically, I, it's funny how I kind of hit that one on the head. Yeah, you did, and I, I, I didn't even think of it at that point before we recorded it. And I was kind of thinking, I'm like, what game? Because I thought Mass Effect Andromeda, but I I knew what I was getting into with that game. Um, and so in the same week, you know, I got uh, I've said it before, I was on vacation, so I picked up. Uh, Watch Dogs 2 and then Mass Effect Andromeda. Watch Dogs 2 was really, really bad. And I played a lot of Watch Dogs 1, and I thought it was way worse than that. Um, to, to have released this year, or maybe even like late last year, whenever it released, and the the game physics be as bad as they are, and when I hit a tree, it shouldn't just bust into splinters. Even Grand Theft Auto V doesn't do that. And like, I don't, I don't know what to compare it to of another open world style game like that. I mean, it's Other really than, a Grand Theft Auto ish yeah. style game. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, that's, that's, and it's just, it just wasn't nearly as fun. I mean, the multiplayer in those games is always great because I mean, it's a uh, sandbox, you know, I mean, yeah, that's what you're going for. 
Uh, but the multiplayer for those games is always fun. It's always a blast. And that's I played more the multiplayer than the single think, player. Can you even think of a game I've really complained about this year? I've been, because of the money situation and knowing that we were going towards this, I've been a little more cautious with buying things. I don't feel like I've bought a game that I just straight didn't enjoy. Yeah, I'm trying to think. <gasps> the Surge. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. That may have beaten Watch Dogs 2 for me. Okay, the Surge. Was... No, don't be wrong. It wasn't awful. It just never pulled me in. I, re- I just regret buying it because it was a waste of money. Yeah. That's all it comes down to. No, dude, that game was awful. <laughs> and I don't want to mean waste of money in a bad way. It just wasn't for me. I tried. tried I, know, I tried to enjoy it. And I know uh, Lords of the Fallen had a lot of critical um, reviews on it, too, about it. But being it was a, a mediocre game. to a par game. It was way more fun than The Surge. The Surge I was actually feel bland. like The Surge got too into its mechanics. And trying too hard to be, I'm trying to think of a good word. They tried making you too involved. Like, okay, well, you got to lock onto him. Then you got to lock on his arm. And then you got to break his arm. And you got to hope that you get this. Yeah, piece, they made it gotta, too. They made it too technical for what it could. It could have very well just been. Then what a dark. Souls but I also think that the sci-fi element just didn't work for me as much as the high fantasy did. I do know though that um, I like I like fantasy. You know, like dark fantasy yeah, specifically, yeah. like what we've seen. That could work. I, I guarantee you, if you give that over uh, to Miyazaki and uh, and throw a Dark Souls name on it, they could make something like that work. Maybe. Someone was saying like an armored core, or core Dark Souls game where you create your own mech and then it's Dark Souls hard difficulty and mechanics and slow combat. I don't know. I would love it. I mean, I would. I, well, I, I like would, Zone of the Enders I would style. like the idea. I don't know that I would love the game. Yeah, you know what I mean? You, you just don't know. Because we like the idea of the Surge and that game was hot garbage. Yeah, I did like the idea of the Surge. It was just weird. I don't know. But anyway, uh, one thing I thought was pretty interesting from a news standpoint since we didn't really do news is um did you see where kojima had an interview where he's talking about the people at sony uh when they saw how far along he is uh in developing um death stranding that they had never seen a game move along this quickly didn't that man not have a script like a month ago well no it was like six months ago and he was just working on a script but iterative iterative scripts are not that surprising right and i think if you think about it's it's from the point of full production to where the game's at, I think is what they're talking about. Cause they, and that makes sense. Because they didn't go into full production until this year, and, right? So think about going into full production. They're back there making the game. What we saw was surprisingly in-depth, and I feel like that's going to be in the game, and that's surprising enough. Dude, dude, because I'm, normally at this stage of conceptual st- stages, a lot of this stuff is shown to give you ideas. Like There's actually a lot of interesting stuff in the no-clip uh, Danny O'Dwyer thing he did for Horizon where some of the stuff they showed yeah, at E3 the didn't even end up happening. Yeah. When they showed Horizon E3, the tall necks were supposed to be... You, you were supposed to be able right? to kill them. Yeah, you were supposed yeah. to be able to, to uh, fight them. And they were supposed to be in herds. And then they were like, why? That doesn't feel I do right. remember the herds thing, too, now that you yeah, said that. Yeah, because the first time they showed it, there was two of them walking side by side. Yep. Um, so they pulled away from that. But, again, this looks a little more, hey, this is going to be for sure in the game. Um, I'm convinced we saw gameplay footage. I'd, I'm not convinced of that. You know, you know how... He it, said that the scene is playable where you're going underwater, but I don't think that's No, no, no. I'm talking about with the combat. Like, I'm convinced that, you know how sometimes developers for trailers, they will manipulate the camera to where it's 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 basically a free camera, and then they'll zoom around a character that's actually doing something that's not scripted. Then they do that. I'm, 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 I'm positive that the whole combat system with the pistol and everything else was, in fact, gameplay. 
Like that was exact. That was gameplay. Had I don't know. I don't know. But if I will not, say this: it was he's way working smooth. He's working on an, an engine that was already made. He's helping improve what, what, what it. What is that engine called? The Decima. Decima. Yeah. yeah, it's the same engine as Horizon. Right. Uh, and they're they're working on making the engine better between each other. But he's also he's working from an engine that already exists. Whereas with Grand, Grand Theft Auto, Grand Theft Auto, uh, <laughs> Horizon. No, with uh, Metal Gear Solid Five. Oh. Um, he was and Ground Zeroes. He was working on the Fox engine the whole time, right? Which so is still a, I mean, if you think about that, he was building engines. an engine from the ground up as well. So when you think about all that, and you think about the way his games normally have to work, he normally does a new engine pretty often, and or has having to work on new hardware. This is hardware he's already familiar with, with a engine that's extremely easy to work with that he already knows and he knows that he likes. So I think that they're saying from the point of full production where he's at is surprising them, and okay. if so, that's really surprising because everybody gets on Kojima's ass for being extremely slow. I mean. You know what I mean? I'm a huge, huge Kojima fanboy, so it, to me, it's kind of like, take your time. It's, I know it's going to come out, and it's going to be weird, and it's going to be good, but take your time. I don't care. But and even then, though, I don't feel like he's being too overzealous in the way he's showing the game. I don't think he's the no. one deciding to show the game. I think that that comes down to Sony being like, hey, do you have something we should, we could show? And that might have been that might have been what he's talking about in the interview. It may be that Sony came or were like, this is way further along than we would have expected. Can we have something together with PSX? Yeah, give us something to show. Or for the, the, game, the game awards, whatever. You know what I mean, though. Yeah. That way they can kind of show it and be like, hey, do you have something that we can kind of go with this? I think that might have been what ended up happening. I mean... You know, you see that a lot where they'll focus on one scene and then just really polish, polish, polish that area so that it can be shown in its best form, uh, which I'm sure is what happened again. Because didn't Killzone 3 do that? No, Killzone 2 was shown as a pre-rendered cutscene, but that's again, that was in the Horizon thing. It was shown in 2005 before the PS3 even came out uh, as a pre-rendered cutscene, and Sony were saying it was real-time gameplay, and, uh, and it wasn't. Uh, um, but yeah, like... But I wouldn't be surprised if just the relationship between him and Jeff is the reason he brought the gameplay. I don't know if Sony had anything to do with it, which makes sense from your standpoint. Well, Sony as a publisher, to an extent, would be like, I don't say yay or nay. Part of the reason that he did the he did this was that he liked the creative freedom that Sony was offering him. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, he very well could have been like, hey, I want to show the game. And then Sony was like, go ahead. That, yeah. Or, you know, Jeff shooting him a tweet saying, Hey, I know. need you to show the game so I can cry on stage for five minutes after yeah, talking about you again. Exactly. And he was like, Don't worry, bro. I'm going to bring them tears. Yeah. That's that's probably what happened, actually. That's actually a very, very close representation of the exact text messages, I'm sure. Yep. Because yeah. that's, how, that's how their relationship is. <laughs> but uh, through so, a translation. <laughs> yeah. Through, well, Kojima's pretty proficient in English, just not. Well, he, he can understand it. It's like he can't. Speak, speak it. it that well. I wonder yeah. if we can type it out. That'd be interesting. Anyway, we've... On to 2018. Forever. So, instead of talking about the Vita thing now, I'm going to kind of work it in. So, what we wanted to do with this episode, since it's going to air the first day of 2018, is to kind of go over what, our, what we hope and expect to see from Sony and PlayStation, obviously, uh, throughout 2018. Uh, that comes from like games that we expect to see announced or possibly announced or what business decisions they may make or things they may show uh, all the way to things that they may mess up on. And part of what I wanted to do in that song, and I didn't quite say it to you, is I've been kind of thinking, I think the best way to go into this is to kind of look back on what they did with 2017 because I think we're going to see a somewhat similar approach to this year. So what? You, what and, and I want to go even one year further back. Last year, in 2016, we saw Sony coming at coming at coming through the gate with nothing but hardware. Hey, here's PS4 Slim. Here's PS4 Pro. Here's VR. All three of them were shown and released in a small window. 
Sony was like, bam, bam, bam. We're going to hit that off. We're going to be kings of hardware at this little period right here. Right. And, and, and that worked. It was exactly what they needed from that. Then what did you see? A stark, stark contrast this year. Now that the pro, that now that the platforms and the hardware are out, what are we going to do? We're going to push these games. Games, Because yeah. the games will push the hardware alone. What did you see? You saw a relentless release schedule all the way through to about August. This year was rough. And then you saw a bunch of third-party partnerships from there on. Yeah. So while there's not been a lot of exclusives that have released in the last couple of months because of that, they're smart steering clear of that window. I think we see that again. I think we see a somewhat relentless place, a little a little less so in the beginning of the year like it was this year. The beginning of this year was hectic. It was. It was uh, but I think starting Neo, at least near. in February, late February with Shadow Claws, I think you I think you kind of start to see that pace pick up. And you see a not necessarily as relentless. It's funny cuz in PlayStation, saying they're kind of saying like 2018 is even bigger than 2017 from a game standpoint. Now, what Which, that if they mean from a release quantity or from a release quality, I'm I'm unsure. It's weird because we knew in 2016 what was coming out set this year. Like we 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 had a good idea. Going by, by the end of December, we had a date on almost everything, but. Horizon, you know, a lot of this stuff ended up moving at times. Right. And, and again, Sony's been literally every year, Sony gets more and more gun shy about putting solid dates. Like the fact that they even said that Detroit's going to be spring kind of surprised me. I thought they were going to wait until they had a straight date like three months down the line and we're like, hey, here it is. Well, and, and, and we, don't, we don't know anything about next year. Like what, what, what solid release dates do we actually know for these big games? Well, we Shadow of the have, Colossus, we know. Well, yeah, but that's that's. That's one out of like six I'm excited for. Yeah, so because you know don't we don't forget. have we don't have a solid date on God of War. Nope, we don't have a solid uh, we don't date. have a solid date on Detroit though. We do have a window, and God of War technically has a window. You know, it's early 2018. And so which it's, early are they saying Q1 or do they still count Q2 as early? I don't know. If it was Q1, why would they have not given them the date at PSX? That doesn't make sense. Again, I don't know. It, I, I can't see God of War coming out past April. That would be very surprising to me. It would be surprising to me as well. But do you remember that March, like late March, that they had as a uh, well, that's still Q1 leaked date. Oh, I know, I know. But I'm saying as a leaked date, and then was that I, was that the recent one? That was the leak right before PSX. Then we get to PSX, everybody expected a date, and then Corey was like, "No date." No. So my on. my point being, Sony's more gun shy than ever. So what I think you're going to see Sony do this year is wait until the last minute and then announce release dates through either the blog post. Are through small, like you know, little video announcements where they try to make it a bigger deal so that it carries some impact of like a, a release in like an E3, you know, like an E3 presser or something like that uh, to an extent, but it, they're still able to control it and make sure they're hitting these dates. So I think you see that um, just based off of what we've kind of seen them do this year. As to, uh, like you're saying, we don't have dates on anything, so they got to give the dates eventually. I think they're going to try and play their cards close to their chest, give a release date within a three month release period. So let's say that they give a release date to God of War in late January. You're going to see God of War release before the end of April or something like that. You know what I mean? Right. So I think we'll see that. Um, I think, and I think that that'll be the story of the year. I think every game will kind of be a play it by ear kind of thing. Um, first thing I want to get out of the way, Steve is asking what games are supposed to come out in 2018 are not going to make it. I am convinced heartily that Spider-Man's not coming next year. Really? We do not even have the. First half of 2018, early 2018, spring 2018 on that game at all, but they keep saying it's coming in 2018. So you got to think about this. God of War doesn't come until March. Okay? We know that Detroit's coming. They've already given it a a spring window. So let's say that Detroit comes out. Let's say God of War comes out in March. Okay. Just being, you know, giving them the benefit of the doubt. Let's say March. Okay? 
Detroit comes out. April? No, 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 no. Detroit will have more time than that, I think. If they're going to say spring, I think you're going towards the end of spring when you start going closer to June. So I'm thinking sometime in May. That's 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 summer weather here. So I guess that makes I sense. I know, from but that it's springtime. Spring yeah. So you're thinking Q2 is what we're yeah. kind of going after. So I think we're going to see a Q2 release for that sometime within May, maybe. Okay. Um, maybe. Anyway, um, then, you, you, so you got to think about all the games they've talked about coming out. We haven't even seen a date on on uh, Days Gone yet, right? I feel like Days Gone won't be delayed, though. See, I but feel like it will be holiday. They, they haven't even said that Days Gone is 2018. Yeah, I still, I still, I'm going to predict right here that it'll be October 2018. Guaranteed. I mean, hey. More more power to you because they've got to remove. Like I say, they got to get it out of the way with long enough time between it and The Last of Us because I still think that while they've shown a little bit more to try and differentiate, The Last it, of Us is definitely not coming out this year. Well, yeah, but they never said it was oh, okay. either. But I'm okay. just saying that even if say that The Last of Us right now internally, and I'm not saying it is, so nobody get your hopes up. There's no, but let's just say that an internal date that they're aiming for is May of 2019. Okay. Let's just say that that's a date. If you release Days Gone in October, those two games are just too similar. And if everybody knows, which again, if Sony's being gun shy, then they won't know. But if everybody expects a 2019 release for The Last of Us, they may not even pick that game up. Or they pick it up, play it, and they're like, oh, it was okay. And then they play The Last of Us, and they're like, The Last of Us was way better. Something well, may happen. The, the fact that it's getting so close, I just feel like it needed to get out of the way, release. It looks great. I it, The game looks great. I'm not crapping on the game i just feel like the subject matter and the style of play is too close to what we're going to see with the last of us 2 after we saw naughty dog peruse the idea of open world in uncharted 4 and then actually technically put an open world in uncharted the lost legacy i'm almost certain that there's going to be an open world aspect to the last of us part two yeah but i I think that bend has nothing more to gain than to go ahead and release in say october because that well, comes I out mean, first, so that's going to... Th- yeah, they've got to come out before The Last of Us, oh, for of sure. Course, if they yeah. come out after The Last of Us, they're it's dead in water. Yeah, it's, I, it's I agree. I agree. Um, but yeah, I think that'll help them out. It'll get people who want that zombie game. But see, the more time that you year. had away from it would have been better. Let's just say Days... No, but see, that's the problem, though, is that people who are picking up The Last of Us 2, even after Days Gone, who have played Days Gone, they're still going to pick up Last of Us 2 because they're a fan of The Last well, of yeah, Us. Well, yeah, no, they're not. it's not going to hurt The Last matter, of Us. Subject it's, matter doesn't matter to those people It's not going to hurt The Last of Us at all, though. The Last of Us is also a series that people know right people what, it, it's a re, it's a revered series days gone is not naughty dog's a revered series uh, a revered developer bend is really not i love bend and i've liked all of their games but they are not a, they're not a household name by any standard no most people can't even tell you what games they've worked on exactly like, but, that, but that's what i'm saying though is that if it comes out in october it's going to get that craze for zombies sure. it hits the halloween holiday it hits, um, and people kind of do what they did with Until Dawn, yeah. Which they released Until Dawn a little earlier, but then they really capitalized on the on the Halloween area, and they got a lot of sales in that one. Yeah. So anyway, go ahead. And uh, and I think that people who I don't think I can think of a I don't know anybody personally who would say I'm not playing Days Gone because I'm saving my zombies for The Last of Us. That would be super weird because it's such a the subject matter doesn't isn't going to change or matter when it comes to The Last of Us in comparison. Well, because and I'm thinking from I'm thinking like The Last of Us went on past people who normally play games. When you sell when you right. sell like The Last of Us, and does, people who hate zombies, it's, like you. yeah, I mean, yeah, well, I don't hate them, but I typically you're, you're just don't care. Them. Yeah, I, they've been overused. So when you do that, and you have people like me who are hardcore but don't really care for the genre, uh, some people like open world though. That may be able to, enough to entice them. 
Uh, but when you have people like me, sure. But I'm talking more like the people who normally don't even buy games who ended up buying The Last of Us because they heard such good things about it and because Naughty Dog's so revered. And they do that. Uncharted was like that. People came in and played Uncharted who didn't typically play games because that's just what Naughty Dog does. That's kind of their, their thing. They are able to create experiences that transcend the genre or tra- transcend the media medium um, and, and pull people in who normally are more cinephiles because it's so cinematic. Normally don't play games without cell phone games, but this, again, is a game that they can, even if it's just watching, the way that The Last of Us just took over as a sensation was more so than just the fact that it was a great game. It was because its story was so movie-like that people who like movies were just wanted to watch it. And it was really interesting. People who like certain gameplay mechanics love the gameplay mechanics. People who like characterization, bam, had a great story. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I don't. I don't see how Ben would lose anything. But this. Ben doesn't have that reputation, and I'm saying that. Well, I'm, but like, I, I get what you're saying that they, but there because there's no reverence for the series or even the developer, unless this thing comes out. Like, and don't wrong. It's going to be a little cinematic, but to what experience? Like, to what extent? We haven't seen enough to know. Yeah, it's going to have. Like, they showed a little bit of the story, and of course, they got a great voice actor behind it. Uh, I can't remember his name off the top of my head right now. Sam, uh, but uh, Star Killer is what I will always call him. Sam, yeah. Sam Wit. Wh- uh, Whit- Whitner? I don't know. Whatever. Uh, my my point being, they they're a studio that just doesn't have the how like any kind of real reverence to them. They're not going to sell by word of mouth alone. Whitworth. Well, right. yeah. Yeah, Sam Whitworth. Yeah. So my point being is, it doesn't matter how good the game looks or how good of a developer I think they are. They they have to do more to get people to go. Well, now they're just trying to do blah blah blah. Well, we know that that. Uh, Last of Us Two is not coming out in 2018. There's no yeah, of course, way. and I'm glad it's not going year to year. And I do agree that if it was coming in 2019, it would really be dead in the water. So Days God has to release at some point before it. So October I, I being, hope, a, I hope. I mean, if it doesn't, then but it, so, so even then though, but October is getting close to holiday season releases. You're, you're getting pl- close to when the third parties step right, in. Right there's there's a lot of hype for this game. Oh, though. but my point being is that what do we see Sony do this year? Completely avoid the last game that Sony put out that they that they published that wasn't a play link title I think that's just because they didn't have any games to do it on I think well think about how congested this release schedule was they could have spaced that out if they wanted to and it would have looked perfect yeah but, you're but gonna, what they did instead was you're going to lose more people to delays than than gain people during the holiday I I disagree on that because the holiday is when the people who don't normally buy games just flock in and buy stuff, be it games that have already released or new releases. If but you, I you, think it's because they don't want competition from third parties because think about it. Like you talk about it all the time. People who have budgets, people who are on budget, okay, they don't have a lot of money. They only have one console. They can only afford one game ever so often. When it comes time for them in the holidays, what people look who don't play games all the time are going to be more likely to be like, I've only got enough money for Call of Duty. I'm going to pick up Call of Duty and sorry – I'm ratchet and clank. If you came out now, can't pick you up right now. Yeah, but what, and that they what, do that to make sure that they don't cannibalize themselves sales wise, and because they also get these third party pu- publisher deals. So what are they? Sony's going on the back end, like, hey, we're going to make sure we don't release games around your game, so that your games can perform as well as they can, and our games can perform as well as they can. And this is a good, you know, a good relationship what, for what, both what, of us. What release date area would you put in for the days gone then? Honestly, I think you're right with October, but I just think it's too close to the, to the holiday window. I don't, I don't August, know what's problem with that. You just said people buy ho- games during the holiday, though. But one game. Yeah, but and, that doesn't and, uh, matter. I, I literally it's, just it's, said Sony has these publisher – they do these publisher deals. 
I guarantee you part of that is Sony being like, look, we release our games up here when y'all aren't trying to release games and y'all release those games here. You benefit from us not competing with you and we benefit here from you not competing with us. But Sony won't pull an EA either where they release Battlefield 1 and Titanfall two months apart from each other. I know that, but I'm talking about it's still within the the realm of two big games and undoubtedly so no matter what you do, November is going to come and November is always going to be Call of Duty and Call of Duty is always going to be bigger than anything they can release in October. Yeah, but it's it's similar to what you said about the 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 gameplay differences of Days Gone versus The Last of Us. Like World End was See, saying, now, that's a that, that's a more your argument there is is more. St- I, I get what you're trying to say. This one right here, I'm just saying specifically that they that they have shown now almost since the PS4 is released that they will not release games in that time period. They just won't. Then there's no, there's no the release date for Days Gone because there's August no way it. there's no way it's coming out in August. I don't I don't foresee it coming out. In well, that's August. two months earlier. No, I'm just saying I don't see them for I, like if they're not going to release it in October, November, December, they're not going to release it at all in 2018. But but why wouldn't they? Because they're trying to capitalize on the Halloween. Who buys games in August? The the uh, Lost Legacy came out in August and performed extremely well. Yeah, that's a that's a uh, a part of a game series that's much bigger though. I mean, agreed, but it's also a time period when there's no other games coming out typically. Yeah, I just I can, I can see it doing much better in an October setting, holiday seasonized. Like they're they're gonna. Say, well, okay, so zombies. what they could do is they could they could come out in August, have a good August, and then and then as sales obviously start to slope down, they could start com- campaigning the game during the October season before all the other games kick in, and hope that they, and maybe even discount a little bit depending on what goes down because that's two months down the line. Say that they discount and go, hey, this game we're gonna start pushing it more for Halloween and give it and put it out for fifty dollars on sale. Maybe they can do it that way. I don't know. That's not typically yeah. Sony's thing. But my point there's... still stands. They don't definitely see of the games that could go against stuff like that. Days Gone's not one of them. If you're going to put a game in the period that's most congested with big releases, it's got to be something crazy that people know. God of War, Halo. Well, like, we're comparing to The Last of Us. Yeah, and and like the Xbox, Xbox can release games in that time period. A because they don't have the partnerships. It's not as big a deal for them. And I'm not saying that that's an, that's exactly what's going on, but I have a, I have a feeling that that somewhat affects it. Uh, and B, they wait to release their games typically into that time period because a lot of their games are big. They can release God of War. I mean, they can release uh, Gears of War and they can release Halo. And those games are big. Sony, they have those games, but those games are The Last of Us, Uncharted. We know we're not getting an Uncharted. God of War, we know we're not getting a God. God of War's coming for them first half of the year. So what Supposedly, games? Supposedly, yeah. So the only games they have that can compete in that time frame from a release standpoint are games that are already slated to come out besides Spider-Man. If Spider-Man comes out in that time period, Spider-Man will do well because again, transcends the medium because people will play Spider-Man because Spider-Man's people will pay days gone because of zombies, but a little different. And Spider-Man's a well-known character. You know what I'm saying? They're not going to congest the market when it's in, you know, October or November when they did that in February of this year with near Neo horizon. Yeah. Again, triple A games coming out, but triple A games that are not, Oh, okay. Well, not uh, on the Call of Duty Battlefield uh, level. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess. Well, I mean, extent, none yeah. of them. None of them were. Yeah. I mean, you got to think Call of Duty this year. I'm has talking about already made as, over a billion dollars. I'm talking about as far as like um, as as games you're going to play when you own the system kind of level. Sure, sure. But this is also the time period. I mean, th- doing it earlier makes more sense, and you're not trying to worry about holiday sales and I stuff just don't like see that. Days going to be a 
done earlier. Though. And, the, I mean, and see, and those people, all those games but, are really enthusiast games. Near is a niche game. Right. Came out. People were going to buy it. We're going to buy it. And then word of mouth has well, carried Horizon, it to this point. Horizon really kind of fits the. And, and Horizon's the biggest game that probably came out at yeah. that time period. Neo did surprisingly well and, and surprised people. Yeah. But again, these are games that enthusiasts are going to hop in quickest, and then the rest of it's going to tell out. Near didn't hit two million sales in one area. Uh, yeah, just hit Near two hit two million like sales a month ago. Well, it's like two and a half two million now, ago. but still, yeah, yeah. And see, another game that, uh, to answer um, a good old question, Kingdom Hearts 3. That is not coming out in 2018. I, I disagree. Nope. But here's, here's... We've seen more on Days Gone than we have in Kingdom Hearts 3. Technically, no, not now. I guarantee you that... Well, not now after the leaks. Well, no, no, take the leaks away. When they showed Toys R Us... I mean, Toys R Us. God. Toy Story? Toy Story. Those are the, cutscenes, though. No, they showed, they oh, yeah, showed they a show, lot they of gameplay. gameplay of, 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 uh, and Andrew. they've shown a lot of gameplay of the, um, of the Coliseum. And we've seen and we've seen Tangled. We haven't seen Big Hero Six. Do you think that's part of it? Or is that Big confirmed? Hero Six is confirmed over okay. the world. So again, they they I, I, I they've understand. talked enough about the game and they've shown stuff long enough that and definitely how polished Toy Story looked during that roll through. And then seeing the leaks definitely confirmed that too. I feel like that game comes out in a similar time slot to when Final Fantasy Fifteen came out. November. Yeah, I could see that, but I don't I don't foresee it being in 2018. Like there's absolutely well. So do you think it waits until November of 2019? No, I think it comes out in January or February of of 19. Do you think they aim for November and then push back to January or February? Kind of like um, what 15 originally did, where they aimed for September or and then 14, pushed it back yeah, an exact month, yeah, or two months. That's what it was. But um, yeah, I, I don't foresee that, or I don't foresee Final Fantasy VII coming out. Well, Final like, Fantasy VII's not been giving a 2018. Date. No, well, yeah. So yeah, well, that, no, that's Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts hasn't yeah, either. Kingdom Hearts has got given a 2018 date. Now, just 2018, they didn't specify, That's right, yeah. which, in, which, in my opinion, implies that it's going to be late 2018. But, I mean, of games that are not coming out, I, I agree that it's likely, but I think that it gets a 2018 date, like a legit date, like be it November 23rd or some random date, but it'll get a date. Now, if it gets pushed back, I could see it. Sure. Does Dissidia have a final uh, date? January something, I think. There's an open beta in January. Is that what it is? Yeah. So maybe March. I don't know. Uh, but no, I mean, I don't know. Games that are not coming out, that gets weird. I think Spider-Man's almost the number one, like, that's it. But I, kind of what I was talking about with the systems, I guess bouncing back to that, is that because of what Sony did this year and let Xbox be its own thing and let Switch be its own thing because they knew there was hardware competition this year, they got all theirs out before the turn of the year, I think we see that continue on this year. I don't think we see Sony worry about hardware. I don't think we see another slimmer vision at all. I don't think they're going to do what they did with the PS3, at least not for a little bit longer. Uh, we don't see another slim revision for PS4. Definitely not a a year. Oh no, it does come out uh, uh, on the thirtieth of January. Okay, but there's a okay. I guess there's a beta leading up to the release. Up to it. Uh, so yeah, I think that we see another hardwareless year besides like small revisions, like we saw uh, the new version of VR come out. They may do another revision of VR. Who knows? Um, I think uh, PSX is going to have PS5. I think. It, I think it, E3. I think it's possible, but I don't. I honestly, I think that that's a February 2019. What do you mean, February 2019? I think they're going to do exactly what they did with the PS4. Oh, PS4 do, got its own event yeah. in February of 2013, and then it was released by November of 2013. And I think that's exactly what they're going to do with PS5 in 2019. Yeah, because I, I, I don't foresee... Microsoft, obviously, is not going to have something to compete with it. because From a hardware perspective, yeah. Let the X run its course a little bit longer. Don't mess with 2018. Let 2018 be the year of 1X. And let's hope this isn't a repeat of last gen. When oh, Xbox yeah. came out, and then PS3 waited, and it was like, we're going to come out and be... Because, I mean, what, it's, it's going to be five. It has to be $500 to compete, first of all. No. 
No, not by then. You're talking about two years on the market at that so point. So would it be $600? No, it'd be, it'd be under. You're talking, about, be you're talking about the PS5, right? Yeah. No, yeah. I'm talking, yeah. Yeah, PS5 Is would conceivably... Is this $500 right now? Yeah. But that's also a build price that was set in for manufacturing a year ago, you know, and they manufactured and all this stuff was set up I and contracted because depends, all this stuff goes to contract. It depends uh, and, on and how And World, well World End's pretty interesting in knowing this stuff, so he'll, he'd be able to fill us in on the chat. We can kind of talk yeah. to him about that. Uh, but basically... And I did, actually didn't even think about this, but it makes a lot of sense. He was talking about those contracts. You know, they're going to write these contracts up and figure out what bill they want ahead of time. Yeah. So they can, and then so whenever they can it gets there, to, they they push through. When, whenever the whenever they get to where there's a it's, it's at a price that they can afford to do it at. That's what they had to wait for the one X on is to make sure cost of materials was low enough for them to have that five hundred dollars right. price. I make sure all the the contracts with all the manufacturers and stuff probably all went through. roll through. Yeah, and, but I think that. You gotta think. So, with the Xbox One X already already out now, it goes through the whole year of 2018 without anything, and then it gets set up and shown in February of 2019, but not released until the end of 2019. That's two years since the X since the X is released. Yeah, I guess you're right. You're gonna see a, a better build quality in terms of like performance wise than the X on probably a cheaper machine. I mean, there's almost no way it's gonna be four hundred dollars. They saw how well that worked with PS4. Why would they That's not? True. They're not going to risk what the PS3 did. And, and they the, will not. The funny thing is, is the PS4 at launch was still a little stronger than the Xbox One on most Power. games. Yeah. Not all, but most. Well, I mean, no, pretty much across the board when it comes to resolution. No, I, 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 there is there is some multiplayer games that ran worse on PS4. I don't remember what they were, but I do remember. Well, and, and I did say resolution. Might, one might be I did say resolution, oh, okay, not, not yeah. frame rate, because frame about, rate could yeah. be something else. But resolution, it was almost, always, always 900p. Yeah, it, and it Xbox was, was almost always 720. PS4 has almost never gone sub 900p. I don't yeah. think it ever has. I think every game has at least run at 900p, but typically 1080. And I could be wrong, but I think Shadow of Mordor was one that uh, it performed better on the Xbox One than it did on the PS4. But now I'd the, be surprised. That's what I'm saying. They're, I they're both AMD f- um, focused, you know. I thought, uh, well, Shadow Shadow Wars developed with Nvidia in mind, isn't it? No, all those games. I thought are, they. I thought they did not have Hairworks or something or something weird. No, I didn't think so. I'm pretty sure those are AMD uh, card and chipset optimized. Okay. I didn't know that, uh, but I, I thought it was NVIDIA. But you know, honestly, it might be. But I'm fairly I, positive I, it's AMD or And this is this is three years ago, so I could I could sure. have forgotten and got wrong. It could be another multi-plat game. But um, yeah, it's we're it, getting it, off topic. It's but yeah, be interesting. I mean, not in a way. We're still talking about the future of the PlayStation. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, I don't. I mean, in terms of realistic expectations, I realistically don't see PS5 at all. I don't think they 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 may do what they've already done and be like it, it's coming. Well, they've yeah. already said that. You yeah. know, they've already been like, Everybody oh, knows there will happening. be another console. Well, some people were like, well, will it be another console or would it be another iterative jump? And he's well, like, no, it'll be another actual new console. Did, did you see? He basically th- confirmed that it's going to be a PS5, like what you would expect from a like a legitimate generation jump. Did you see those um, leaks, quote unquote, about Sony working with Nintendo on the next console? No, but I don't. That doesn't sound right. It doesn't. It doesn't really. But like, there's a lot of stuff going on about this, and people are. I saying, mean, what, what do you mean by working on Nintendo? Because that's uh, gonna. That's gonna. I, I do. I do not know. I have not read the leaks, but I've seen a lot of people talking about them. Um, oh well, a lot of people talked about whether or not the PS5 will do a um, a hybrid form factor, and it won't. It will not. What do you mean? Like the Switch, where you can dock it or pull it off. It won't happen. Basically, here I, I I said this to someone the other day. The reason that the PS5 will not do that. Is because Sony is a Sony as a publisher and Sony as a company are known for having developers that push the envelope technologically speaking, and the only way that you can hit these hybrid machines is to neuter your performance. 
So why would they do that? Why would they have Gorilla, which is a technical powerhouse, Naughty Dog, technical powerhouse, and as we're seeing with uh, every game that Sucker Punch comes out with, jumps up another big bunch. I think now that you have those three developers hitting that level of quality, they will not neuter that ability because part of what they're they're in games for right now, their stick right now, is dark, uh, sometimes dark, but like moody, gritty, realistic worlds, um, and th- that doesn't work on an underpowered system. No, and, w- and what it was is that they, uh, it was Microsoft and Nintendo. I got Sony and Microsoft mixed up, but it was, and they said no. Oh, yeah, that's it's, it's a little bit older, but I, I've seen, I've seen people talking about something with Microsoft and uh, or Sony and Nintendo lately. I don't know what it, it is. It may have been people talking about whether or not a lot of people have been showing stuff off about hybrid consoles because some people don't know that you know the the Sony showed off the patent of what was essentially a Switch. Uh, back in 2014 right. yeah, or 15. Was it like a Foxconn blueprint of something or another that looked yeah. like the Switch? Well, it, it somewhat. Kinda, I mean, it was, it was a screen with attachable controllers, but no, yeah, it was obviously R&D. Yeah. Um, and it would be interesting because Sony is publishing a game on the Switch. Is it, aren't they? Didn't we cover that like not too long ago and look up the clarification of that too? Where it was like a game that so, one of Sony's publishers owns is making a Switch game. Maybe. I'm not Something sure. Like that. I don't I, uh, I don't remember that to be honest. But I can't but. remember where I read it at, but somebody was talking about... Um, Sony and like somebody was like, this is obviously well, a troll. I wouldn't see that come to fruition next year anyway. So, I mean, in terms well, yeah. of what else do you expect to legitimately see? Like, okay, hope wise, what are your hopes for next, for next hopes year? Hopes are to get Days Gone launched um, with, I just, I just want the games that we know about the, the God of War, the Shadow. And that includes Spider Man? And yeah, Spider Man. I don't see that launching next year with what you said. I didn't even think about that being a realm of possibility. But um, it's just these games. Because there's nothing else that I really, really want. There's a dream that I have. I have a dream that Sony makes a licensed by Sony, made by Sony Pro Controller. Okay, I got that. That's a good dream. Uh, one game that we haven't talked about that I do think has to come out next year, and I'm going to consider it a hope and an expectation. Uh, and after seeing it, I do think that we are close to it, uh, and I'm glad they showed as much as they did. Dreams. Still is an odd-looking game, yeah, but yeah. Dreams... It's not going to survive. Dreams has to come out next year. And I'll even go as far as say, so Dreams is another game that they're saying is next year, right? So think about that. God of War, May. Uh, God of War, March. Detroit, May. Dreams, June. Let's give it the Crash Bandicoot slot just for the hell of things. And then what? how does Spider-Man and, and even give it to just one of them. Let's just say that August sees a game release and it's either Spider-Man or Days Gone. Where do, how does Spider-Man fit in then? Then because then it's going directly against competition. It, it, if anything, it would be Spider-Man in August. I would, yeah, I would think Spider-Man would fit well for a summer. And then, yeah, that actually would be pretty good. Maybe flip it in Dreams. Yeah, Spider-Man's a summer game, but the game—I don't think the game's that ready. See, it needs it's more not. time in my mind. That's where I'm We'd saying. We see more than that. What we saw from E3, and then and we didn't see anything at PSX or the. Well, there was a no. Wait, never mind. That's a. I'm thinking about the new Spider-Man movie that's coming out. That's, oh yeah, the, the whatever in the Spider Universe. It's weirdly animated. Yeah, but regardless of that, I mean, I, I don't think that we're seeing <sighs> Spider-Man can't release next year. In my mind, I just don't see how it can. And if it does, it means that Days Gone's not. There's no way that Days Gone's releasing as Spider-Man releases. And not against it, no. No, there's no way. I mean, if you put I those two, in and a, if you in give those two a month, then same quarter. But I wouldn't see them releasing within a month of each other. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think it would happen. It, I mean, think about it. Days Gone's going up. In, Anything's in possible. Year, Anything's possible. I want to clear that. But Next year, there are so many big games coming out. There has to be room for all of them. So it, it, Days Gone's going to release in one busy quarter or another, unless it's 
like well, you said, yeah, winter. but again, doing it earlier in the year when there's not third party releases that are legitimately 15 million and more releases. I mean, honestly, yeah. I, I would imagine that Days Gone is going to be considered a success if it gets five uh, million sales. You know what I mean? I think that I mean maybe even less. You know, I think regardless of sales, Days Gone is going to be a success. I don't think that it's going to well, fail. Well, I mean, I don't know because Sony's not shy about shutting studios down, which is part of why I'm worried about Media Molecule and Ben to a lesser extent because Ben has done. I don't know. They're a smaller studio to an extent, but they've also ramped up to make Days Gone. Um, I was trying so hard to find that Nintendo Sony thing that I saw. You're not going to find it, so I'll give up. Well, I don't know. That's kind of where I stand. I think that we see no hardware. We don't talk about hardware at all. We see games, games, games. It'll be now. Super what cool games? I don't know. New smaller VR. Okay, and I see, and I think that's possible. But like they won't. It, they won't make a deal of it. It'll be exactly like what this new one is. No, it, no. It'll be a ghost that, release. Allow that to be. Well, okay. I thought you meant deal as in like a price on it or something. But yeah, like allow that one to become cheaper. Like well, yeah, like, with the original. Yeah, like they already done that yeah. one right there was two hundred dollars with Gran Turismo Sport or by itself. Well, that was part of a promo. Well, yeah, but I'm saying just to get rid of stock because oh, they're trying okay, to work these yeah. new ones in. Okay, I thought. Well, so I'm you may about see a the same thing. Price drop. Oh well, maybe. Maybe because I'm sure with a new one they've made the the build costs cheaper. I, I still thought it was a cool idea that I had. I, it obviously wouldn't work, but a, a Sony handheld that's also incorporated into VR, you dock it, and, but instead of docking it on a TV, you dock it and you pick up a VR headset and put it on. I don't know it, it, why though. It'd just be cool. I mean, it, it'd be like one of those useless future gadgets that you see in movies. It's <laughs> like, what's the point of having that? Okay, well, past all of that, no hardware. Yeah, besides no. besides possibly another revision to lower the cost, and of course, like and, the and make VR a designs, head new headset maybe platinum or diamond just came out like what six months ago. Platinum is what it was, and um, I don't know. Yeah, six months ago probably was it not a diamond headset? No, it's platinum. Okay, we'll probably see a diamond headset of some kind. <laughs> well, no, I mean they were based off the trophy names. There was a you know there was a silver, gold, gold, and platinum. Well, there was no bronze. Wait, who would want a bronze? I mean, uh, someone who can't afford a people don't even $60 like people headset. don't even like bronze trophies, man. Just get them out of here. Um, oh, we're turning this into you a know, penny you know, now. we haven't talked about it's like, it's like the penny. You what know, was that? And, and we need to do that and then probably get bounced. Uh, we've not at all talked about what we expect them to do announcement wise. What What do you mean? Like, what do you expect E three to be? Do you think it'll be the same no, as last year, where they're think, playing it safe and they're showing games safe. that we've already seen? Honestly, or because hold on, you got to think about that. How can they do that? God of War is one of the E three staples right now. By that time, God of War and Detroit are released. Well, no, this. So, E3, what new games do they start showing? Th- well, that's the thing. Is this E three is going to hit you with those surprising games that you didn't realize was in development, similar to Shadow of the Colossus on this E three? Except, sure, I'm but hoping, I'm, you, obviously, you want to go. You you would imagine bigger. So, I mean, in your mind, no, what, what, what are they? save bloodborne 2 uh well maybe uh more okay first of all more info on the new FromSoft game whatever the hell that was yeah, yeah. um because some people are saying that it's a uh, shadow tower dark some, tower. and some people are some people are claiming that it's a playstation exclusive when that's not been said anywhere are you talking about the game um well that has, the, it, it, like the, the quote from the trailer is from another game that was already on PlayStation. Yeah, I know that, but I'm saying that people are saying that this new game is going to be. You can't say. See, that was original. The Dark Tower, or whatever it's called, not Dark Tower, but uh, it's not Dark Shadow Tower. Shadow Tower. Uh, Shadow Tower is a PS1 game. Yeah. PS1 got a lot of de facto exclusives, just like PS2 did, because they were the cheapest, easiest, most market shared console out there. 
Games got that because you could put games on there and make money way easier than you could on Nintendo 64 with expensive cartridges. And on PS2, everybody released games on PS2 because there was almost no competition. Exactly. That makes sense. From a market standpoint. Uh, so, and, I mean, it could be a new IP, and that's what I would think. And, and it could be, but so I just don't get why everybody automatically has to say it's a, it's a Sony exclusive when they've not said that at all. The fact that it wasn't shown at PSX, it was shown at... Uh, Game, Game Awards, Awards, and it wasn't even shown with a PlayStation symbol anywhere around it. There's nothing that would lead to you believing it is a PlayStation exclusive, but somehow people have got it in their head that it is. Right. I hope we see more of that for sure. If they show that at E3 for PlayStation, cool. If they show it at E3 in general, cool. I don't know. I feel like we'll see something about it before it, before that. Why yeah. would they even show that and then just be quiet for six months? That sounds weird. Yeah. Um, so maybe I'm trying to think it. of who would release, because you remember a while back when Shuhei had mentioned that... Um, Japan Studio is making a JRPG, like a legit JRPG. And people are like, what would that be? I have no idea what that could be either. See, because like Gravity Rush is a Japanese game, but it's far from a JRPG. No. I mean, really. I, you know, I mean, it's, it's just a Japanese release. Yeah, it's, it's just an action-adventure game. Yeah, more than anything. It's like an action platform. I, I don't really know. But what do they show? That's what I'm saying. Like, that is a possibility. But what studios can you think of because they've gone on so many closes? What ga- okay, Ghost of Tsushima, almost a shoe-in. You're going to see that. That's That'll be one too. of the new games. That'll be one of the ones that plays it safe. We pop- We might see Days Gone is that, does with that a release date. Does that have a solid 2018 release date, though? No. I didn't think so. No, they, they, the way they were talking about it, they, when they said, do you want Japanese voice acting? And people were like, yeah. It's like, I, I don't know if they're saying that because they know they have it included or if that's something they're, they're literally wanting a response on. Well... To include it. That's something you can work in later, though. But even then, that's, well, yeah, that's true, just... But it, it's still time. I think it's obvious that they are not very far in development. Oh, no. In terms of grand just, just scheme the, development. Just like, them going over the concept art and actual photographs from Japan that they used for... Or to use this concept art for the game with no actual concept art of the game was ridiculous. Up on the panel... Well, there was, there was, there was con- uh, some concept art on the game, but not a, not a well, lot. Hand-drawn concept art and stuff. But yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's what well, you're talking about. Concept yeah, art. That's what like concept rendered, art I'm is. talking about rendered concept art. Like actual, not in-game, like not fully then. rendered. No, 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 not fully rendered. You know what I'm talking about. I guess I don't, but it doesn't matter. I've seen... I've seen uh, I think, but what we were trying to say is that's obviously the game's not very far in development. So we see it, of course, we get a, a big update on it at E3. What else do we see at E3? Possibly know, a from actually. software deal, possibly, yeah. and that's 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 it to my knowledge. Like, See, but then then what studios? Like, you gotta think of what studios. Maybe maybe like the Elder Scrolls Six or See, not, not Fallout Five, but like as I would guess Elder Scrolls Six of some kind, some sort, some. Well, I mean, I'm kind of thinking on PlayStation State specifically. You know, not Bethesda's E3 because they have their own E3 now, so that wouldn't be shown at theirs. As far as Sony's go, I, I have no idea. They they have to they have to have a lot of surprises because you're going to see Ghost you're going to see whatever this from software game is if it's an exclusive, um, I really don't know what else they could show maybe Devil May Cry five. See it, partnerships is what you started thinking right because what developers do they have that haven't really made anything? Bend not, is working on not, something. Yeah, not a whole lot right now. Uh, they closed down Evolution so Evolution can't show anything. When did they close down Evolution? Evolution has been closed for a while, like two years, man. They, they're the team working on that Onrush game that was shown at Paris yeah. Games Week. Yeah, they've been that's they're they're so they codemasters now. Okay, codemasters so they, so bought they, the whole development oh. team and just put them over there because they make so great. Nobody from Evolution is. Oh, they, I guess you said they bought them. So yeah, yeah. Codemasters is working with old members of Evolution. Yeah, it's not okay. the studio is not called Evolution, but you know. Yeah, when, well, when you said shut down, I imagine everybody got fired and laid off, and they're no longer doing games. No, they, well, basically sense. they did, it and then but Codemasters was like we're going to hire all you guys. Okay, well, get, good on Codemasters. 
Uh, well, Codemasters makes racing games, so yeah, smart well, yeah. for them. Um, or they're, they're, they're known for racing games. Well, you know, and speaking of racing games, not necessarily a Sony exclusive, but like a Burnout game would be really cool. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's interesting to try and think of literally what would be shown. Now, there's going to be third-party partnerships. Now, Crash Team Racing, I think, is high on that list. I think we could see Crash Team Racing, uh, and that would be a good surprise. But that's still a third-party deal that Sony's fostering and stuff like that. Yeah, that's exactly it. Activision published Crash Bandicoot. Sony had nothing to do with that. It was just a deal worked through with Sony. Now, there may be some kind of legal reasons. I'm not quite sure. A lot of people talked about whether or not those games could come on other platforms, but Ugh, it was at least an exclusivity dude, deal for, for a little bit. A Crash Racing game with Activision being at the helm scares me. Well, yeah, but Vicarious Vision not, not would team. develop it. Yeah. yeah. They, and they've developed the Nitro well, I mean, Bungie cards. developed uh, Destiny 2, and you see how that is now. That's Eververse. True. Dude, dude uh, there is screenshots of the Bungie forums, and it says, like, like kill Eververse, never going to Eververse again. Hashtag in Eververse. In Eververse, yeah. It's nuts. Like, I've Bungie been seeing it, I've been seeing on their Twitter. I'm really excited to see how Bungie's going to respond to this because it's either going to be the fall of the game or it's going to be a step in the right direction. Well, but they got to deal with Activision on that. Oh, I know. That's what I'm saying. Scary. But, but I don't know. I think I've kind of just said everything I can really think of. I mean, uh, I expect. Yeah. I expect a lot but in a sense i expect a lot of what we've already seen this year which is just keeping your head down making sure you're releasing your games and all the games they have to release that they're saying are going to release next year are, are big games gonna, yeah i mean i every game this year surprised me every exclusive they release this year well, no, i'm talking about just actually release these games oh yeah yeah, yeah for sure, sure. See, that's the problem that but they're been, also all big like a couple of them are megaton games well and that's that's a, that's the problem we've been riding on is that the the spider-man detroit god of war these games we've known in kingdom hearts Final Fantasy VII. These games we've known of for like the past almost decade. See, now, you just said something. We will see Final Fantasy VII at some point next year. Not a date necessarily, no, but, but yeah, we're going to see the game of some kind. Yeah. We haven't had an update in a year and a half. Yeah, but we got to get these games that we've been talking about the past decade out of the way. Out of the way, of course. So then new sure. stuff can come through, sure. and that's the. Problem. And now we haven't been talking about Final Fantasy VII for the past decade. It'd be fair. We've, uh, not decade, but a while, quite a while. Like I know that it was shown. No, nah, from when E3, they announced it, it was E three twenty fifteen. So yeah. I mean, it's been two years. Um, so that's not that crazy. Is all I'm saying in the yeah, grand scheme and, of things. More, more, more so, I'm thinking of Kingdom Hearts. Now that I said, yeah, decade. E3, so, I mean, I think that's yeah. I think that's probably the smartest way to word it. I think that there, yeah, we do see Final Fantasy seven. There's almost no way we don't because that game's got to get some kind of. I mean, I just, yeah, the game will carry hype because of what it is. It's Final Fantasy seven, but they've got to show more. They've got to get people who have never played Final Fantasy seven hyped. The people who have got word of mouth for Final Fantasy seven but don't necessarily want to go back and play it. Yeah. They're like, well, I can play this new one though, and I'm like, so like, excited to get to play it. That's probably going to be you because you never really played a whole lot of seven, right? Or no, I beat seven. Oh, okay, I, I when thought, I was younger, but okay. I just I don't. I I've said consecutive, like, consecutive, consistently that I just don't think you're that, not a fan of turn based and well, no, I just don't think that seven is as hot of a game as everybody well, makes I'm it. Talking it's about mechanical it's, problems that are now changed. No, I mean, no, I, action don't get wrong. Final Fantasy VII was a fine game, but yeah, I'm definitely more excited that it's active. Yeah, like, active not active action. time battle. That's, that's unfair because technically that's what seven was. I just now realized, uh, but what I mean is, it's real time. I don't know if I've ever had this thought before, but I just now realized that Kingdom Hearts one and two both came out on PS2. Yeah, PS3 had nothing. Yeah, PS4 may have nothing. <laughs> like obviously nah. we'll have three, but it's gonna be one of those cross-gen games, guaranteed. Oh, I don't think so. Oh, I do. Because it's not coming out next year. And if it, well, I mean, if it doesn't come out next year, it, it, they'll they'll have it on PS5. If not, PS5 will of course be backwards compatible. Compatible. Speak. Yeah, backwards compatible, similar to how Xbox One X is. Which I'm also excited to see the new Xbox name. I, I just want to see. Expited. Yeah, expited. I'm expedited. I'm I'm expited. I'm excited to see what the new Xbox could be called because it's going to be ridiculously dumb. Xbox One XX, Xbox, <laughs> Xbox One, One XL. Triple X. <laughs> yeah. You want to watch porn? 
I guarantee you that there is an object in the world called that. But probably. Well, guys, let us know in the comments what you guys think. It's a weird, um, weird. It's a weird way to start the start the year. So hey, yeah, whoa, said happy new year to you, fellas. Me pointing pretty much unfocused the camera just then, but uh, I think it did. Something did, but yeah, it did. Um, but don't stop, forget stop we do have the camera, we do have Twitter you that, uh, that you can come follow us at it's triangle sqrd and we have a pinned post on there for our Discord. We hang out in there about five to ten active users at all times, so we're always up for a chat and uh, hop in that Discord. Let's have fun. some let's have some good debates. It's super fun and uh, it, hey, just for you guys to know, I don't want to just spout out any names or anything, but let's just say that the CEO of coffee as a whole is in our discord chat. And I think that's really important to talk about. <laughs> so, uh, you know, uh, if you like coffee, there might be something for you in there. That's true. Yeah. The CEO of coffee. Yep. But thank you guys. This has been episode 40. Be safe out there tonight. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's even New Year's Eve, or it's not even New Year's Eve, it's New Year's Day, but if you're going out for the New Year's Day night to party, be safe. Use protection. Come back and be able to at least watch episode 41 from your hospital bed. Thank you, guys. Thank you. <laughs>